Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 245 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Geodude, Geodude is real and strong, and he's my friend. <laughs> and we are your hosts with the post. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener, select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic, as chosen by a listener named Alex, is reality shifting. That's right. A topic that I've never heard of until Alex chose this topic. Yes, uh, I was tangentially aware of it only because of the amount of time I spend on the internet. But uh, yeah, not really uh, hip to it myself uh, on as far as exactly what it is. But luckily, our wonderful listener Alex here... Uh, sent over basically a dissertation on uh, yeah. on uh, reality shifting. He really did. So um, let's hear what he has to say about why he chose this topic and what the hell this topic is. Absolutely. I teach a digital writing class at a college. Wow, a professor listening to our show. That's that's great. I think we had a couple of those actually. That says and more about th- our school system than anything. <laughs> and as one of the first assignments I have my students write is about a report about communication practices in an online community. This is basically like an essay version of a report this post episode where the goal isn't mm. so much to make fun of how the bad people posting in the communities, but to try and understand why they post the way they do, which usually ends up being a lot more bleak. This mm. semester, one of my students did a report on reality shifting community on TikTok, which was a totally new thing for me. From reading their essay and doing some digging on my own, this community appears to be a millennial and Gen Z mashup of lucid dreamers and new age manifestors and astral projectors who hate their quote current realities or CR enough to want to send their consciousness to a different dimension, but dimension or desired reality DR. They do this by reading from a script that dictates what their DR will look, sound, and feel like, chanting affirmations to keep them grounded in the DR, and using a variety of strange-sounding meditation techniques in in order to achieve shifting. This community is rife with tons of weird lore, like stuff about how there's no such thing as fiction, i.e. all works of literature are just people channeling realities from different Mm. dimensions. This more often than not just allows adults to pretend that their favorite characters are real and that they can fuck them if they think about it hard enough. There's also yeah. tons of debate about how to tell if you're actually shifting correctly and how to spot someone who is lying about it, which is hilarious because everyone is literally just pretending. Yep. So, yeah, uh, basically, it's people who just sort of daydream a lot and try to... Um, see their daydreams come true and pretend they're true and uh like so many of these things uh it's it seems to be most popular with uh babies online uh (laughs) young people who've spent their entire life on the internet don't have any real life otherwise so they have to make one up uh yeah and it does seem like it is uh a lot of people who 
were born into the internet age that are doing this. Uh, yeah. You see less, less people of our, uh, our generation and more of the, the kids underneath us. Yeah. Kids younger than us. I'm not yeah. That's, that's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely an interesting topic. There's some weird, uh, some weird folks here. It's similar to another topic we did, but I can't remember which one it was. Uh, well, there was the uh, the virtual partners, which yeah, is kind of kind of uh, similar in a, a, a similar vein. Um, yeah. Well, we also did, of course, uh, the young adult authors, which uh, okay. has some crossover with this. So I think there's a couple different that things. Was that was a long time ago. Holy shit, boy. Could easily revisit that topic based on the craziness and that never ending world of nonsense. Now, how did Alex choose this topic? Alex went over to the store at reportthispost.com, clicked the buy topic button, and was directed to a page to put in his uh, payment information. And then we got that. And then we took that and probably used it to buy some beers. Uh, but yes, absolutely. If you want to get more bang for your buck, you can go over to patreon.com slash report this post and join at the mod level where for $10 a month, you could choose a topic after three months of being a patron. Or if you join at the admin level for $25 a month, you get to pick an opposite episode topic after two months and you get bonus episodes every week. The full episode topic that we cover for each of the uh, wonderful topics chosen by us or the listener and other stuff, whatever else we feel like doing. Uh, just so you know, there's pictures of my feet over there uh, currently. Uh, so if you subscribe now, you can just scroll down a little bit and see my piggies. Uh, if you, that mm. might be a selling point for some people. Who knows? What is that? Oh, is that for the sock picture? Uh-huh. That sure is. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. You, yeah. You can see a picture of uh, the present that I got uh, for Christian's birthday. Revealed only to patrons, unless you post it on your own Twitter, which... I I didn't. Nope. That was a All right, great. You know what? That was a that was a show exclusive. Yeah. So head over there to patreon.com slash report this post. It's five bucks a month. What are you, an asshole? You can't do that. Right? <laughs> right. Yep. After all that, you're spiel, I'm like, just fucking do it, asshole. Jesus Christ. What are we sitting yeah. around here? Busting our hump for nothing? I'd be surprised. Well, I was going to say, I'd be surprised if there are people out there that would only listen to the free episodes and have been doing so since the beginning. But I'm pretty sure that I know people personally that do that. Yes. So. People have personally told me that they do that. Uh, boastfully, almost. <laughs> Great. You know who you are, folks. Hey, uh, why don't we go ahead and start reading some posts? We got a lot of, we got a lot of content here. We're going to spew out at you. Let's get down to it. Great. Our first one comes from our shifting realities, which is a subreddit all about reality shifting. Hmm. I was just wondering if it's harder to shift to an anime world since the world there looks completely different due to it literally being animated. My friend told me that she thinks it would be easier to shift to a fictional world that looks like ours, like Harry Potter. I mean, ah. she isn't an expert or anything, but it just got me thinking that she could be right. If it is harder, is there anything I can do to make it as easy as I can? And the Aspraskus211, whose flair on Reddit says that they are a pro shifter, commented, hmm. I don't think it would be. Everywhere you're shifting involves some kind of change. Like if you're going to Hogwarts, you should script hmm. a British accent. Just scripting that you will be a 2D character is no different. It hmm. might help you to draw yourself as an anime character or look up an anime character with your hair and eye color to help you visualize. 
the OP replied, I incorporated what the world would look like in my script. I shifted to My Hero Academia, so I wrote that uh, everything would be identical to the anime, but everything would have volume. For example, Deku looks exactly the same as he did in 2D, but he was technically 3D. I had to visualize myself in the anime style, and that was probably one of the harder parts, since I basically had to build my character in my head. I also scripted that all the senses would be exactly the same. I've now successfully shifted only a couple times to an anime desired reality, so I can answer my own question and say that I don't think it was any harder, as long as you really know what your desired reality is going to look like and have a familiarity of the animation of the show. Uh, this OP also makes a lot of posts over on Reddit asking about how to make real-life friends uh, as a high school senior. Well, you're not on the right track, I gotta say, based on your current behavior. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, this is pretty much what we're in store for for the episode, folks. A lot of this sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's pretty... Uh, it, def- it brings out the certain kind of creative person, huh? Mm. Could be into mm-hmm. that. Someone who likes to write and likes to daydream. And yeah. so, <laughs> a well, dangerous just, combination. Yeah. So, and uh, there's not a whole lot of creativity based on some of the things we're going to see. It's really just taking uh, existing properties and kind of going into that world. I would want to be in like a, you know, Big tit land or something, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use an anime or making my own awesome place. I'm sure there probably is an anime called Big Tit Land. You know what you're right? Uh, this is uh mentioned uh, Hogwarts. This is from the subreddit R HP fan fiction for those obsessed, of course, with Harry Potter fan fiction. I've heard of this thing called shifting, and apparently, it's where you transport yourself to a fandom of your choice. Ob's Harry Potter for me, and it's supposedly very realistic. Is it safe to do this? Is it actually possible? Have you done it before? And if so, what was it like? I never dream unless it's a nightmare. So does that mean I can't shift? Hmm. User Hofferson said, they call it reality shifting. There's probably a subreddit for it. If you want the psychological answer behind it, it's a powerful form of disassociation and lucid dreaming, depending on if you manage it awake or asleep. So is it possible? Probably. I'd be surprised if absolutely everyone who said they've done it were just doing it for clout. Hmm. <laughs> Person doesn't know the internet very well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I looked this guy up and he has another post over on our HP fan fiction where he suggested this Harry Potter Marvel crossover. Harry Potter is the mod, including reincarnation. It's Harry and Loki. Loki was tortured by S.H.I.E.L.D. with a weapon that took away his magic. The Avengers are kidnapped by Thanos, and Harry goes to rescue them, trading off the three Infinity Stones he had to Thanos for their safety. And he dies from absorbing the power of the Infinity Stones and reincarnates as various forms of Doctor Who before coming back with his own face as Stephen Strange. Just a just a whole world foreign to me, you know. Uh, it's so cool. It's like the it's like the thing. Like, what if uh, what if what if Wolverine and Batman were in the same comic book? Mm-hmm. And then it's like the movie voiceover guys. Like now they are in your dream, in your wet dreams, where you're coming because you're <laughs> seeing them both. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. 
uh, just literally like the worst combination of things I could possibly just uh, a, a why adult. is Doctor Who getting involved by the way? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how did how did he creep in there? It's like how uh, how can I make this uh, possibly any more gayer? Uh, mm-hmm. I got I'm an adult Harry Potter fan, so I got that going for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, strike one. The the Avengers, we got that going. That's still somehow a thing, so we got to get that in there. And then, oh yeah, I guess uh, that uh, baggy BBC show, we'll throw that into. Yeah, um, that seems to be thrown in a lot of things of this ilk. Folks love that show, inexplicably to me still. Some of our listeners even uh, well, famously mm. love that show. So. Famous. Mm. Some of our famous listeners, I guess is what I meant. But uh, Oh, okay, yes. Mm. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, you'll see a recurring uh, theme throughout this where people have a very specific uh, place they want to be to go to. Yeah, it seems it just seems to be their entire thing. In fact, mm-hmm. I like this next poster. Q Rivley or Q, Q Rivy, who posted a video to TikTok with this caption: "I don't think I can shift to Hogwarts anymore because I shifted mm-hmm. there and I scripted Draco to be more soft and nice, and I hit him while I was shifting, and he started crying, and I kept punching him and hitting him, and he died." Tatum BX commented, and this is in all caps, not people calling this murder. I'm crying uh, because mm-hmm. a lot of the things there were people saying that they need to uh, turn themselves in for killing a, a real yep. person in a in a real place, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, user George Weasley Simp responded, <laughs> it literally is. She literally killed a real person. To which Tatum BX replied in all caps, stop, I'm crying. This is so funny. And uh, female Draco Malfoy added, when you shift to another reality, those are real people with real emotions. It's scientifically proven. And for some people, it's a religious thing. It goes hand in hand with manifestation and subliminals. Stop fucking posting about something you don't understand. You sound like an idiot. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, very harsh Uh, from female Draco Malfoy. Thank you, ma'am. To which Tatum replied, Again, in all caps, show me the study. You show me a peer-reviewed study that says reality shifting has been proven. I'll delete the post and make a formal apology. Do you know how fucking thrilled I would be if it turned out a bunch of TikTok tweens figured out the secret to (laughs) trans-dimensional travel? If there's a scientifically proven way for me to talk to the real solid snake and you are withholding that information from me, I will be extremely upset. Yeah, this is... uh... Typically how uh, a lot of this internet stuff goes where people get really obsessed with something uh, that they think is real. And then they'll just, instead of just saying like, just let me believe whatever I want. They say, actually, it's scientifically true. From from whom? Yeah. And uh, if there is a scientist that says it's true, then I, I don't trust science anymore. So, because this is nonsense. Well, well you shouldn't after the freaking. <laughs> Fauci. Fauci, ouchie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, I scripted him to be soft and nice, and then I hit him while I was shifting. He started crying, and I just kept punching him and hitting him, and he died. <laughs> I mean, that is weird that that happened. I don't know. 
how one thing led to the other. I am curious why you killed your new <laughs> soft Malfoy. But... <laughs> oh, I made Draco Malfoy so soft and breedable, and then I beat him to death with a crowbar. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, email Draco Malfoy. That's a fun. That's a fun thing. Yeah. Right. And you know that that person's just posting. It. You know that person has a uh, <laughs> has a Facebook page with a photoshopped avatar of female Draco Malfoy that they role play as. Uh, uh, probably that would be the best hope for that person. <laughs> that would be the lowest way tier. worse than that. <laughs> They are way beyond that. Uh, so this is uh, from Reddit. I was into reality shifting, and I think it's damaged me. A couple of years ago, I was really into the whole reality shifting and subliminals thing. I love trying to gain control of myself and my life with these. I thought it was harmless in just a childhood phase, as I was 12 to 14 at the time. I'm going on 16 now. Oh, sure. But I believe the mindset of the community and the compulsions it caused has left a scar in my mental health. Nowadays, I'm on Cetraline, so it's definitely easing, but now my brain finds these bizarre workarounds to make my fears plausible. I have a couple examples of what I mean. I love Doctor Who. <laughs> I wanted to write fan fiction for it, but I thought that whatever I wrote would become reality. If I wrote that the TARDIS landed, it would land in real life, and all the Doctor's enemies would become real with it. I know now that that's not true because I ended up writing the fan fiction, and the world is still the same. A few weeks ago, I bought the game Plague, Inc. I created a bacteria that destroyed the world. Then I felt horrified. Absolutely horrified, like an anxious fever. I thought that I had doomed us all. I thought that, by the logic I was fed from the shifting and subliminal community, I had created an alternate reality that I had shifted over to by playing the game, and that the company behind it is evil and purposefully shifts people to the apocalypse they've created. Now I dread everything. The thing is, I have no way of knowing if my fears are true or not. I don't care about rationality and beliefs. I just want to know if it's possible. Like physically, does the universe as we know it allow for reality shifting? How can I let these compulsions and worries go? And the uh, top response in that thread, I'm going to be as kind and truthful as I can. You cannot shift realities in the way you are describing. Science is nowhere close to that. I read about reality shifting and its primary function is as a form of escapism. You're only shifting to experience more of your own imagination. I'm really concerned for you and what you're described feeling in this text. It does sound like delusions, intrusive thoughts, or obsessive compulsive thoughts. They are not based in an objective reality. You do need to go to your doctor or mental health professional and explain these <laughs> thoughts as soon as you can. Yeah, at least yeah. there was somebody with some this is you know what the mindset of it's the uh it's the guy in 1920s going oh, oh no there's a train barreling towards me in this movie theater i got to get out of here yeah. uh but it's the uh it's the tiktok teenager version of that yeah where uh oh no if i write uh if, <laughs> if i write that peter griffin becomes pregnant uh, the whole show is going to change and he's going to be pregnant on it. actually, you know what? Mm. Seth McFarlane, if you're listening, if you do that, if you do that uh, plot point, let us, like, let us know. <laughs> I'd like a little Credit bit of the dough, show, please. Yeah. That's also probably already happened, but I haven't watched it in a while. <laughs> They've probably done I'm gonna, some sort I'm of gonna a, say. some sort of subversive uh transgender uh, episode where peter griffin got pregnant oh where everybody's what oh okay now what Maybe. if there was a simpsons episode where everybody's a different uh, i was about to say different color 
Whoops. Uh, talk about subliminal. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, great. Yep. Uh, yeah, so uh, a child who was in a shitty online community full of other weirdos. Well, that's the thing, that they're an adult now. <laughs> they're 16. Yeah, they're almost 16. <laughs> Back so. when I was 14. Yeah, that's such a funny concept of time when you're that age. Like, well, obviously things have changed. That was uh, eighth grade. I'm in ninth grade now, so but almost tenth grade. So basically, my understanding of the world is much better. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're just gonna stay in really dumbass communities online for the next at least fifteen years. So mm-hmm. good luck. And it's probably only gonna get worse because. Um, this shit ain't going away anytime soon. Well, imagine the dumb shit the internet's going to be spewing out in 10 years. Oof. And I mean, can't wait. Not less time than that. I for sure. Certainly. Yeah. We are. Hurtling doomed. <laughs> back in doomed folks. And, uh, if this podcast is still going around, then, some, I'm gonna start giving my address out during the show so someone can find me and uh, shoot me in the head. <laughs> I call dibs. <laughs> User <laughs> shifting isn't easy as mm. posted. It's okay to change your race and your de- desired reality with three exclamation points to our shifting realities. I read and watch every shifting content I come across, and the more I watch the videos, the more I realize that most of the creators have no idea how much misinformation they are spreading. And not so recently, I've seen many videos and posts about changing your race and your desired reality. And every single one I've come across has said, you can't change your race in your desired reality. And I look at the comments and everyone agrees of how disrespectful it is. The only excuse I've seen people say is it's disrespectful to POC. First of all, those people have no right to tell you what you should do in your desired reality and what you shouldn't do. You can change your entire race or nationality because guess what? That version of you already exists. I know that your race is not just an appearance. It's your identity. But your name, sexuality, gender is your identity too, right? Many, many people change their names, appearances, heck, even sexuality and gender in their desired reality, and no one says anything against those. There are people changing their races in this reality, which is disrespectful, but shifting to an alternate you who has a different race isn't. Same goes with the concept of, if you don't script out racism or homophobia, you are racist or homophobic. Um, scripting out something doesn't mean you are preventing it from happening or that you save people from being discriminated against. No, you're literally just shifting to a reality where racism and homophobia doesn't exist. The moral of this post, don't listen to these people. Do what makes you happy in your desired reality. There's only one thing you should be absolutely not do, which is killing or hurting people in your desired reality because they are real, just like you and me. Happy shifting. <laughs> Oof. Joe like serious commented, and this is in all caps. One of them called me weird for aging myself up to date my favorite MCU character, cough Carol Danvers, and I <laughs> felt so bad I legit stopped watching MCU because I felt so guilty. Oh my god, that says a lot about you. Uh, in addition to the people scolding you, 
Good God. I have I have been uh guilted into not jacking off to a character played by Brie Larson because she's she's too old for me, bro. Uh. <laughs> oh man. You know, the idea of just even sharing that what you're doing in your little imaginary world, <laughs> let alone then have like posting long rants about <laughs> how what you think about is actually fine. Hey, y'all, I was just jacking off in my in my desired reality. And I'm here to say uh, I was uh, not cool to be uh, a black guy if you're white. But it is also, it's funny because um, a person like this would, I, if you are saying that that is a real world that you're going to, then it, but it isn't, it shouldn't be good that you're changing your race, right? Because <laughs> I'm assuming they would think you shouldn't be able to change your race in this reality. Well, that's what they said, that it's not, people do that here, which I don't know who they're talking about. Uh, they're doing like, uh, like a Dolezal sort of I thing? I guess so, yeah. But, uh, or maybe that weird guy who uh, got like a, a million dollars worth of surgery to look like a K-pop guy. Um, yes. But, yeah. but uh, boy, did it work. Boy, did he not just look like a weird white guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's there's always going to be conversations about this because uh, there's always has to be something to scold. So like if you can if you can script yourself into uh become uh Shrek and uh you and Donkey are going on an adventure, but then it's mm-hmm. it's like uh but yeah, but then there has to be something about uh a race in there somewhere. So Yeah. Speaking of which is uh what race is Shrek? Uh ogre, I guess, huh? Yeah, it would he would be an ogre. Famously, actually. They they do address that in the film. Oh yeah, I guess it is kind of like an allegory for racism, isn't it? I thought like the whole thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, if you racist towards someone, they eventually become a hero. <laughs> they, so, they eventually so, marry your daughter. So yeah, go ahead and do it. <laughs> There's only good things coming. And then your daughter uh, takes their race, and uh... yeah, <laughs> and usually at first she's only cursed to become the other race at night through a, a horrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a horror movie there. Yeah, uh, there's a the allegory is falling and... apart just a little bit. But <laughs> what guy turns into a black guy? <laughs> the worst time to do that. <laughs> or, or okay. well, depending on what you want bad. to do. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, from the subreddit R Sass Witches. The subreddit for witchy gals who are also atheists and skeptics. Oh boy. I got into witchcraft during a difficult time in my life. Personal stuff, such as being born into a cult that preached under the guise of Christianity, it was my way of rebelling. It was one of the few places of control I felt I had in my situation. Unfortunately, I did fall into a couple similar situations along the way. I was a 15-year-old when I entered the subliminal community after I was dabbling in witchcraft. It started off simple stuff like studying, getting better at piano, that kind of stuff. But then as I sank deeper into it, I've been exposed to some people. I ended up with my worsened paranoia issues because of these people. I felt terrified to say any I statement in fear of influencing fate, whether I meant or not, and it prevented me from writing my fictional narrative at all. 
My aunt got sick. I got blamed because I didn't believe hard enough or had too many doubts and manifested her death because I didn't believe. Good Lord. That I was still depressed because I didn't believe. But because there was a, there were a space that validated my previous religious trauma, I didn't want to let it go. I was scared of my own thoughts. I was desperately trying to convince myself that I wasn't cheating in life, especially when someone tried to convince me to do reality shifting. Being forced to attend sermons by my mom two to three times a week, imposter syndrome, trying to maintain the gifted kin image, feeling like reality was pointless and not even being able to tell if the world around me was real, not opening to the people who really care, it just wasn't a good time. Every week I was reminded that I either didn't believe enough or try hard enough. But now I'm 19. I cut off a bunch of bad people from my life and separated myself from online communities in general for a long time. One of my friends is a witch and reintroduced the practice to me in a way that just felt so casual. They weren't trying to convince me to become a witch, but I got curious and asked. So that's how I ended up here. They eventually ended up suggesting this subreddit. It seems pretty nice, and I hope that I can really come back to practice. Or at least come to a point where I don't tense up every time I hear the word affirmation or manifest. Tarot is the only thing that I've kept up with, slowly trying to work on disconnecting the practice from my experiences with people who have hurt me. Boy. Just moving along from bizarre community to bizarre community. I mean, I think that uh, usually when people are uh, exposed to stuff at a, a young age, that kind of is how it goes. Yeah. So, <laughs> and like, no point is like, maybe I'll just be normal. Nah, uh, no. Nah, it's just, Absolutely not. Nah, it's just not in the cards. Uh, yeah, the whole... Uh... <laughs> okay, so you're in a cult... Uh, that was also also used tarot. So now you've got it. You're trying to separate yes. tarot from whatever they used it for. Which, uh, okay, that's kind of a red flag number one to me personally. Uh, normally, don't hear about that stuff. Um, uh, it's very funny to imagine like talking to a therapist. Like, well, I'm finally free from all that. Okay, great. What are you into now? Uh, oh, I'm a witchcraft. Yeah, right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, okay, all right. I'm just gonna pass uh, on for another uh, one thousand <laughs> sessions here. <laughs> Certainly nothing bad can come of that. Yeah. Boy, that's just a, yeah. Kind of feel bad for those people whose entire, just have to base their entire uh, self view of themselves on whatever thing they're in. So whatever. Well, I found a new sub. I I guess it's kind of like me. And sometimes I'm like, well, I just need a new interest. Yeah. But you're not. (laughs) I'm not doing this shit. (laughs) Doing Zelda. It'd be. It would be very funny, which uh, we we discuss. Uh, uh, if you just every couple weeks you're into some new like new age religion, or just like <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a pastafarian now. It's like okay, yeah. cool. How long is this gonna last? I think this is the one. Yeah, I really think this is the one. It's like ah, no, actually. Yeah. All right, we're going to stop right here because we're going to finish the rest of this episode over on patreon.com slash report this post. That's right. If you enjoyed this first 20-ish to 30-ish minutes of the episode, you'll be happy to know that there's about an hour extra of this one over there uh, on patreon.com slash report this post. Head over there. And all you got to do is subscribe for five bucks a month. You'll get every single full episode with dozens of more posts a month, plus an additional bonus episode every single week. Unbelievable. This is literally millions of posts that we read on the air. 
uh, every single month, possibly billions. I have not counted. In fact, I can't count. I'm actually illiterate as well. But irregardless, patreon.com slash report this post, and we'll see you over there, and God bless. <laughs>